T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. From the Tasty Cake Studios, Jack Fritz hanging out with you here at 6 o'clock. The first ever edition of Jack Fritz at 6 here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Taking over for the the all-time great. I mean, I guess he's not there yet. You know, Giulio's working his way up to being an all-time great. And, you know, it's so funny because today is my six-year anniversary of actually starting here at WIP. And it's just been a whirlwind, and it's been a lot of fun, and uh, it's been it's been a fun rise here. And I just I want to start by just saying that uh, thank you for everyone for the the well wishes and the good lucks, and uh, for management for for taking a, a chance on me. And I just got to say I can't wait, I can't wait. I love WIP. I live, breathe, eat WIP. I live, breathe, and eat sports radio. Um, I think it's the greatest medium uh, for sports out there. And I look forward that for the next hour and uh, and definitely during Philly season, doing pregame and, and postgame and, and working with Tucker, that I can't wait to get started and I can't wait to get into it. And you can join me, 215-592-9494. It's the first day of uh, the legal tampering period. We know all the moves that have happened so far today. And they brought back Jason Kelsey, Brandon Graham's back, but TJ Edwards gone. Uh, the Darius Slade thing hasn't been re- resolved yet. James Bradbury might be gone. CJ Gardner-Johnson, we'll see what happens. Javon Hargrave signs a monster deal uh, out in, in, in San Francisco. And maybe the biggest loss of them all, Tucker, is that Andre Dillard, three years, $30 million to go join the Tennessee Titans. I know you're heartbroken in there. I am. I thought he excelled and... He was a big part of this team. It's tough when you see a first-round pick walk out the door like that. Yeah, but I want to start here because it's been so frustrating. Um, and, and, and frankly, uh, in seeing how the fan base has, has reacted to everything that has happened so far, and it seems like they are taking uh, you know, this whole idea of a step-back season by the Eagles and just letting them get away with it. And where I want to start tonight is that, in my opinion, there is no step-back season next year. You know, I think they won the Super Bowl in 2017, and it kind of reset the fan base in a way. There was no longer this yearning to get back to the Super Bowl and win it. If you had told me in 2002, 2003, 2004 that the Eagles made the Super Bowl, and the year after, there would be no like dying feeling to get back to the Super Bowl, I would have said you were crazy. And especially if the Eagles didn't didn't do everything in their power to get back there. But that's not this offseason from what it seems like the Eagles are trying to put out there. And I am not in this mindset. I am not in this camp 
of it being a step-back season, and here's why. is because they have a top-five quarterback. And we were told for years, for years here, the most important thing you can get in, 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 in sports is a franchise quarterback. And we have that here. If Jalen Hurts is truly a top-five quarterback, there is no such thing as a step-back season. And in fact, the expectation is the exact same. 215-592-9494. What's your mindset heading into this offseason? Are you in the mindset of, ah, it's okay, it's a step-back season, we'll get the cap right, and then it's on to 2024? Or are you with me that there's no step-back season when you have a top-five quarterback? And my expectation, and yes, I will be disappointed if they don't get back to the Super Bowl because that's what it's supposed to be when you have a top-five franchise quarterback, which we all believe that the Eagles do have here. What team with a top-five quarterback would accept a step-back season? It doesn't happen. You don't have you know, Aaron Rodgers for the last couple of years, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning going back, or even Patrick Mahomes or, or Joe Burrow and say, well, we're in a tough roster situation. We got a bit of a cap crunch. We can't have this idea that we're going to get back to the Super Bowl. That's not how this works. That's not how having a franchise quarterback is supposed to work. How it's supposed to work is that that guy gives you a chance every single year. And that's what's supposed to happen when you have a franchise quarterback. You're never going to have a perfect roster. And I think that's what's been so frustrating for me is everyone's like, well, the defense is going to be bad. Hold on. (laughs) That's not how having a top five quarterback works. Your defense, of course, is going to be bad. You're paying a franchise quarterback $50 million a year. But what happens is that guy has to elevate everyone else's ships. You know, everyone freaks out about what happened with Carson. And, and, oh, well, they re-signed the old guys and he did this. And my point to all of that is no. Not re-signing people that helped you win a Super Bowl was not what caused the downfall of the Eagles. What caused the downfall of the Eagles is that Carson Wentz turned into one of the bottom five quarterbacks in the sport. That's why they won four games. That's why everything was dysfunctional. That's why they had to draft a backup quarterback. That's why they had to move on from Doug Peterson. If Carson Wentz was who he was in 2017, there was no, there was no panic mode. There was no meltdown. But he wasn't. And what they have now is a guy who played at an MVP level, who on the biggest stage pretty much outdueled Pat Mahomes. There's no step-back season when you have a franchise quarterback. And I know that when they pay him, it's going to be harder to fill out a roster around him. But that's not an excuse. Because, frankly, I've heard so much excuse-making of, well, we got to pay this guy, and this is what happens. And even Howie out at, out at Indianapolis was like, you want me to romanticize about what it was like before we had to pay our quarterback? It's not an excuse. There's no step-back seasons when you have a top-five quarterback. 215-592-9494. It honestly would validate what Chris Sims and Micah Parsons were saying if they do take a step-back. And they do go into the nine-win territory where it's, yeah, Jalen's good this year, but how good is he? Is he truly this elite of the elite? Is he truly in the Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, uh, like that territory? Or is he a guy who had a really good year with a loaded roster? 
if they go out next year and Jalen Hurts, being a top-five quarterback, does not get them to 10 wins, then it starts to validate what those guys were saying. And I don't want that, and that shouldn't be the expectations. 215-592-9494. The other thing that bothers me is people freak out about the defense. And it's like, okay, I, I get it. But what have we said for the last four years about the NFL? Offense is what is winning in this league. And look at the offense. You're supposed to tell me that this is going to be a step-back season when you have Jalen Hurts, 24 years old, A.J. Brown, 25 years old, Devontae Smith, 24 years old, Dallas Goddard, 26 years old, Jordan Mailata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey now back, you have the best center in football back in your team, Cam Jurgens, or Jack Driscoll at right guard, and Lane Johnson, the best tackle in football at right tackle. In what world, in a league where I know the sport is trending, am I supposed to freak out that they're going to have this massive step-back season when I look at everything they have on offense? Offense matters more than defense. We know that. All the Eagles should have to do next year is get a couple stops a game and let this offense take over. 30 points a game should not be out of the realm of possibilities for everything they have on offense. And that's not even factoring in if they do get a difference maker at running back. And this this offense could be the most souped up offense we could we could see as a, as an Eagles fan. I mean, it's it's insane what they could put on paper. And you look at the defense. I just saw Pat Mahomes torch the Eagles, and I don't think Jalen is in Patrick Mahomes' territory. But I watched Patrick Mahomes do what he did in the Super Bowl and with a defense. They were starting four guys in the secondary, and Chris Jones is the main guy that you've heard of. If you, if, you, if you pull the general NFL fan, Chris Jones was the guy that was like, I know that guy, and everyone else was just guys. But Patrick Mahomes overcame that. I'm not saying Jalen has to be Patrick Mahomes, but Jalen is supposedly in that tier. So in what world am I supposed to sit here saying step back season when I believe I have that guy in that tier? 215-592-9494. Look at the offense. And look how loaded they are. And it'll make you not worry as much, I believe, about the defense. And my final point here, before we go to the phones, 215-592-9494, is look at the, the rest of the NFC. I mean, how am I supposed to sit here and accept a step-back season when the Niners have Brock Purdy or Trey Lance as their quarterback? Hey, they may sign Sam Donald today, so maybe – and, yeah, they, they added Javon Hargrave. They have a, a loaded defense, but they've had a loaded defense for years, and they don't have a Super Bowl to stand up, stand up for it. The, the Seattle Seahawks, they paid Geno Smith $100-plus million. Congratulations. Have them. Uh, the Detroit Lions, that's a team that people are supposed to be afraid of. Cute. Uh, the, the, the Green Bay Packers, who now move on from Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, maybe he's what Mahomes was his first year with the Chiefs. I highly doubt it. The Saints brought in Derek Carr. Congratulations. Uh, the Cowboys, I mean, maybe they'll get D-hop and maybe I'll be afraid, but we've seen them collapse too many times for me to be like, they're a threat in the NFC. And finally, you have the New York Giants. I mean, I, I look at those teams as pretty much, those are my competition. The Bucs are going to get Baker Mayfield. And, I, and, and there's talk of a step-back season. It's not realistic, and it's something that we can't let the Eagles get away with. I know there's this whole idea of lowering expectations and, and being like, well, 
What are we supposed to do? We're about to pay our quarterback. We can't let them off the hook. The expectation is the same. Name the time you walked into a season and you had a top five quarterback where the expectation was not a Super Bowl. There is no such thing as a step-back season when you have a top five guy. The offense is loaded, and the NFC is terrible. There is no step-back season. 215-592-9494. What's your mindset heading into this offseason? Are you in the camp of expectation is not the same? I'll lower it a little bit. Uh, I'm okay with this being a cap reset year. Or is your expectation the same? It's get back to the Super Bowl or else I'll be disappointed. 215-592-9494. Now, we do have some breaking news. Uh, Tucker, Marcus Epps is going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Two years, $12 million, according to Jeff McClain. Awesome. So now they're heading into a year with we'll see what happens with Bradbury and, and, and Darius Slay. I mean, both could be back. Neither could be back. One of them could be back. This, to me, symbolizes they got to do what it takes to get Johnson Gardner Johnson. I yeah, mean, I mean, if Epps was your backup plan, he's it, gone. It's time to it's time to back it up for for Chauncey Gardner Johnson and I don't know if you saw the Jesse Bates contract today but seems like a pretty hefty. Hefty, pretty hefty price for the uh, the safety market so Marcus Epps gone to Las Vegas they lose T J Edwards they lose Javon Hargrave and you know what I say to all that I say tough tough but it doesn't change the expectation you have a top five quarterback there's no such thing as a step back season Mike is in Westchester the first ever guest on Fritz at six is a Westchester caller. It couldn't be any more poetic, Mike. This is fantastic. It's my first time calling in. I appreciate it. I won't take much of your time, but why are you surprised? Our GM, everyone hated for years that he was blowing money in weird ways, spending on Wentz, doing all these different things, and now it caught up to him. We know this. He has to figure it out, and this is how he's saving his ass. What do you think about that? Well, I'm one of those people where I don't just give Howie a, a blank, you know, oh, I got to trust in Howie. He knows what he's doing because I've, I'm with you, Mike. Like, I've, I've seen it for far too long. I, I've seen how lucky they've gotten in the last, like, year and a half. And now, you know, the people that have been helping him with drafts, the Joe Douglases a couple of years ago, the Andy Weidels, uh, those guys are out of the building. I saw five other front office people leave in the last two, two years. Now it's on Howie. I mean, this is not his strong suit is, is sustaining a winner. He's better at building a winner when he's back into a quarterback and has a quarterback on a rookie contract. I, I totally agree. And I remember five years ago they said it's all going to catch up in 2022, 2023. All this spent money, he's got uh, to understand it, and now we're understanding it that he can't spend it. Well, and that's, and that's why, why people are saying that this is a, a get-cap-healthy kind of offseason season. I just don't I don't buy into the logic of of giving the Eagles a pass here when you have a, a quarterback who showed last year he's in the top 5 of, of the NFL. It just is not something that computes in my brain, Mike. I mean, let's be real. The guy bought the team for 300 million dollars. Spend the money, dude. He's making it's what is it worth? 5 Oh, what do you buy 20? that in 1994 for 300? It's up it's up to like 6 billion. Exactly. The money's there, man. Yeah, but the, but, but the money doesn't matter, and I appreciate the call. Like, the money doesn't matter when you have a salary cap. Like It's not like Middleton who can just go pay essentially whatever. I mean, there's a luxury tax threshold, but it's not like how he can just go spend whatever it takes. I mean, this is part of when you kick the can down the road, like eventually you're going to have to pay for it. Tucker, where do you – sorry, I caught you mid-sip there. Uh, where do you, I was just getting ready. I know. Where do you come down on this? Are you are you letting the Eagles off the hook here? Are you saying it's okay with the step-back season? Or they have a top-five quarterback, the expectation's the same? No, the expectation should be the same. And 
I've been critical of Howie Roseman because the stuff he did in 2022, we've seen him do before. Like, he, he certainly deserves credit for a great offseason, but is it any different than what he did in 2017 when he turned that team around? Well, no, and, and now it's like, okay, show me you can build a, a sustainable winner here. Right, and that's something he's never done. The, the great teams he's had were kind of one-year blips, and you could maybe attribute the downfall of the last kind of run was due to Carson Wentz's inability to stay healthy or, or stay productive, but... Truth be told, in Howie Roseman's decade of power in the NFL, he's never built a consistent winner. He's never built something or built a roster that has been a Super Bowl contender for more than one year. In more particular, he's never built a contender with a quarterback making big-time money. So if Jalen Hurts gets this big contract in the next couple of weeks, yeah, I expect Howie Roseman to put together a competent, good, competitive team because... That's something he hasn't done yet. I mean, that's the one thing he has yet to check off on his resume. Can you remember the like the last time you had a, a, a quote-unquote top-five quarterback where the fans were heading into the season saying, we'll see? Like, I just, it, it's not something we, – we, we, we try for so long in, in professional football to go get that guy, to go get the guy that you believe you can pin the hopes of your franchise on. And there's never in their – third full year as a starter when they just played at an MVP level where it's acceptable to be like, eh, well, what are you going to do? That, that's, not how, that's not how this works, especially when the offense is as low as it is. Yeah, and I think, I mean, just look around the rest of the NFL. Like, if you have the Bengals on your schedule, you're going to say, well, they have Joe Burrow. Yeah. I mean, you got to worry about that. I, I think teams are going to feel that way about Jalen Hurts. And I, I just, it, this is a Howie Roseman conversation, but I was thinking it's a Jalen Hurts conversation. If yep. you want that money, if you believe, you are in that upper echelon. When you get paid, you're not going to have elite talent around you at every position. So you're going to have to go out, and you're going to have to earn that contract, and you're going to have to make sure you're playing at a high enough level to smooth over those caps. 215-592-9494. Are you accepting a step-back season for the Eagles this year? I'm not. Tucker's not either. You have a top-five quarterback. That's not something that happens. Uh, there's no such thing as a top as a, as a step back season when you have that guy and the expectation is the, is the exact same. Abdul is in Levittown. What's happening, Abdul? Oh man, everything's good, Jack. Real quick, congratulations on the show. Doing a good job. Thank you so much. I appreciate. It. What do you got? So this is how I look at it. It's still early, obviously. First start of of uh, free agency. Yeah, we losing guys. How he's been prepping us over the last two weeks that this was going to happen. My thing is this. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm, I reserve my, my comment until after moves are made. Because Howie has shown in the past that he can go out there and find those make it deals, you know, make uh, one year deal guys, you know, prove it deal guys. He has shown the ability to find trade partners for pieces that we need. Sometimes the trades look extra uneven in our favor. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence right now. Um, I do agree with your point on it, we should not be expecting or accept a step back. We got our quarterback. We got a hell of an offense. Now we just need to figure out enough on defense to keep to keep us in the game or to keep us in you know in striking distance. So that's my point on it. Yeah, and I, I appreciate the call. You know, next year is going to be a, a change in, in philosophy for a lot of us, I feel like, because I know how the city's DNA is. It's, it's, it's defense first, you know, smash mouth, hard-hitting football. Next year's going to be one of those years where there's going to be a ton of shootouts. This year, the, the Eagles just didn't have to play from behind at all. Like, the, the Bears game was close. Um, like, the, the, the Colts game, you remember, they had the, the score late. But the Eagles were, were sort of front runnery last year. That's not going to be 
next year at all. Next year is going to be much more, you know, 30, 27 games, you know, games played in the 30s. I think the, the expectation for next year has to be the, I need the offense to score 30 plus, and it's, it's a race to that number. The defense is not going to be great next year. We, we need to, to, to accept that. It's not – no matter how brilliant Sean Desai is, you look at the, the pieces on defense, you're, you're losing two top corners possibly, possibly Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Your linebacking union is not going to be great next year at this point. Maybe they draft someone. Maybe they bring someone in free agency. You lose Javon Hargrave. Like it, It's going to be a, a, a work in progress on the defense. But when your offense has Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, running back, insert, whoever that is, Jordan Mylotta, Lance Johnson, it's not a, I'm not accepting a step-back season. And, and the most important piece of that is the guy I have under center that is supposedly a, a top-five quarterback. That's not how this works. You don't have a top-five quarterback and take a step-back. Agree or disagree? 215-592-9494 is how you get in. On the other side, we'll get to all of your calls on this. Would you be okay with a step-back season or is your expectations the same? And also, around 640, we'll get to take two, my second take of the night, which we'll try to do every night around 640, as long as there's no Phillies games. All of that is coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, Jack Fritz, hanging out with you on the first ever edition of Jack Fritz at 6 here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Speaking of the Odyssey app, hey, it's already update, updated on the website. So if you, if, you, if you go to listen to the show, you're listening to Jack Fritz at 6, which I think is just, it's a cool little moment. It's a cool little moment. So if you didn't hear the news, so I'll be doing this every night uh, when there's no Phillies games, Monday through Friday, up until the season starts. Or my kid comes, which apparently could be any day now. Um, so six to seven, um, we'll be on here, Jack Fritz at six. And then when the Phillies play or there's an earlier game, uh, I'll be doing leading off. So getting you ready for every single Phillies game. And then I'll be doing post game during the week, uh, you know, reacting to everything going on in the Phillies game, which I can't wait for. Uh, if anyone knows me, anyone listens to me, I think you get a general idea that uh, I'm a baseball nerd. Uh, baseball is my favorite sport, um, and I live and die with it. And last year was so magical. Last year was special. Um, and you talk about expectations. The expectations are the same for the Phillies, too. You don't go out. You don't add Trey Turner, and, and they don't get off the hook either with, with the step-back season. Uh, and last year was just intoxicating. It was absolutely intoxicating being down there for all the games. You could sense the players felt the same way. Uh, we were down in Clearwater last week. 
had a little bit of a tough time getting home from Clearwater. Um, but you could just have you had a, a nice sense of how the players felt like. Listen, last year was special. Uh, we want to get back there, but also two more wins. And I thought they had the right mix of of being friends, being teammates, but also keeping their eye on the ultimate prize. So Phillies baseball coming up soon. Uh, Andrew Painter, I know people are freaking out. I just got to say, I don't think that Scott Boris would let them mess around and try to force him back earlier than he has to be. You know, that's the, my one saving grace of this whole thing is that Scott Boris, they waited to get Scott Boris's guy uh, on the line after the combine to to look at Andrew Painter's arm. So uh, I know people are freaking out. Ranger Suarez, a little forearm thing. He They didn't do an MRI on Ranger, and Painter didn't get PRP injections. So uh, I feel pretty confident those guys are going to be okay, and I, I hope that's the case. Coming up in eight minutes, the first ever take two on the Jack Fritz at six program. Dan is in Washington Township. What's happening, Dan? Hey, how's it going, huh? Chris, congrats on uh, the new show. Thanks, I'm looking man. Forward to it. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah, so anyway, um, I think uh, maybe I'm a hot takesman here and I'm going against the grind, but, you know, they, they lost out on Hargrave, lost out on T.J. Edwards, Marcus Epps. The market on T.J. Garner-Johnson is going to be <clears throat> astronomical. Well, especially after funny, Jesse Bates signed for that much money. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, it's Slay, you know, with his issue or whatever. I mean, and what you're saying is it's an offensive league. Do they just say to those guys, hey, thanks for everything you did, good luck, get all the money you can, and then just decide to sign uh, Isaac Sayamalu and, you know. Just go all in? Yeah, yeah, we're talking about going all in. I mean, Cam Jurgis is a little undersized, so he'd be kind of a question mark at guard. And I know it's kind of crazy to spend a lot of money on guard, but Dude, the Eagles value the position. They they took Land, they took a shot on Landon Dickerson, who was coming off injury. Uh-huh. Took him in the second round. Isaac Sayamalu. I mean, if you treat the O line as one single position, I mean, you're bringing back the whole offensive line, which might have been the best unit in football of all the all the units. So, you know, and then yeah, you, I you guess that the, you I, the whole offense back. In I guess an offensive I, I feel like with Kelsey coming back, that's fourteen million dollars, fifteen million dollars that they they can't use there. Um, and, and I guess if you believe Jeff Stoutland, which I do believe is, is a great offensive line coach, then you should be able to get similar production from, from Jack right. Driscoll or Jurgens that you got out of Andre Dillard. And if you don't want to use that money on, or, or on, uh, not Andre Dillard on Isaac Sayamalo, that way you can maybe use the money to, to help bring back CJ Garner Johns and at least have like yeah. some guy back there with, with some experience, but it's an interesting thought. And I, I do wonder if they do pivot there. I was surprised. You know, the Bears assigned the, the Titans guard today rather than going after Sam Miles. So maybe his market's not as big as we thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They signed him for like, what? Was it $100 million? Like no, that was the Falcons or... guy. Nate yeah. Davis, I think, got $30-some million guaranteed. But still. And, and Dan, yeah, that's I, a little crazy, but. I, I appreciate the call. Um, but that's the that's kind of where we're at. You know, like guard, the guards seem like it is the, the exploding, which I can't believe we're at a, a place now where guards might get $100 million. Like I thought Zach Martin was really good, and the, the Colts guy was, was a, a dominant guard, but it seems like guys I've never heard of are getting big-time money. And I do wonder, you know, every offseason, it, it feels like there's a big overreaction to what just happened in the Super Bowl. And, you know, after the Rams won last year, it was like, well, you got to go and, and screw all your draft picks and screw all your draft capital and, and go for it all the time because that's what the, the, the Rams do. 
F them draft picks. When you saw the the Josh Allen versus uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes game, there was such an overreaction of like, let's go get big armed freak talents at quarterback and see what they can turn into. Uh, and I do wonder if if one of the overreactions to the end of the the NFL season is looking at the Chiefs model. Now, you can't replicate having a top five head coach of all time and maybe the best quarterback of all time when it's all said and done, but what you could replicate is having the amount of rookies they play on defense and just try to outscore teams. And it seems like that's where the league's trending regardless. And when you're the Eagles, you're losing all those starters on 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 free on defense on free agency, and you look at what you have on offense – might as well keep going in because it's not slowing down anytime soon. The NFL is not putting in rules to where they want more defense in the game. The NFL wants 38-35 games rather than the 16-3 whatever Super Bowl that was. It's going to be one of those things like Devontae Smith. When you're talking about the future of the Eagles and what they're going to prioritize paying, when Devontae comes up for a contract, they're going to pay him $100-plus plus million And we're, we're going to enter into a world where they're paying A.J. Brown $100 million, they're paying Devontae $100 million, and they're paying their quarterback $50 million a year. They're not going to spend huge money on defense. I think they're trending towards going all in on offense, and it's the right way to go for the future of the sport. There's no step-back season when you have a top-five quarterback. And I know people are going to see – Marcus Epps going to Vegas, and, T- and Javon Hargrave going to the Niners, and, and T.J. Edwards going to the Bears, and letting the Eagles off the hook. Not there. The expectation for me is the exact same. There's no scenario where you have a top-five quarterback that you're expecting a step-back season, if he's truly a top-five quarterback. Maybe we'll learn he's not. Jack is in Northern Virginia. What's happening, Jack? What's up, Jack? Um, I might not be the first caller, but I am the first Jack. So yes. uh, here's to being the Jack. Yes, Jack. Uh, it's I'm Jack at six thirty-seven. Be... Yep. All right. Well, uh, here's to the things to come um, for you and your show. Thank uh, you. But yeah, I I think we should go all in. Um, I do. I mean, I I really loved our defense this year, and I. I mean, I'm, I love watching our offense, but I do think there is something to be said about defensive football. And, and obviously, we we have a good D-line without Hargrave, and, and that goes without saying. But, I mean, uh, I don't really trust Blankenship. I know Marcus Epps was not that good, but hopefully we can trade Darius Slay and keep Gardner Johnson because, I mean, it's, it's not looking good um, without – DJ or Bradbury. Well, the one thing that's going to have to have to happen, Jack, and this is where the pressure falls on Howie, is when you don't have the amount of money that you have when a quarterback's making a rookie salary and you don't have the amount of draft picks because you have been going in the last couple of years, they have to hit on all those – not all those picks because that's not possible, but you can't have the Andre Dillard with. You can't have the Jalen Rager with. You can't have the J.J. Ortega-Whiteside with. And the, the one part that's concerning about Howie – heading into this offseason is who's the last impact defensive player that they have drafted. They can't miss on these guys. Like Jordan Davis, we'll see. I mean, I know they have the Sidney Jones was a second round pick. Eric Rowe is a second round pick. Like they haven't given the opportunity because they've been so all in on offense, but what's going to make or break this team is Jalen hurts remaining a top five quarterback, but how he also nailing the draft picks. Those are the two things that matter the most. Yeah, I, I like the way that the draft has evolved in the sense that you can you can plug guys in that are rookies and, and they'll play amazing, like uh, Sauce Gardner. Um, 
and and hopefully, I mean, best case scenario, and you mentioned this earlier with uh, Kansas City um, and their tactic with defense. But I mean, Howie just can't whiff. That's the thing, and that's and that's wishful thinking to say that he's going to draft some stud and they're just gonna he can just plug him in and they'll play great. Yeah, but not um, at ten, Jack. Like like ten is one of those things that has to be you know hook, line, and sinker. You got like that's one of those picks where it's such a premium pick. Thirty-one, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a miss. Thirty, I'll, gi- I'll give you a miss if that happens. Whatever. I mean, ten is such a premium pick that you got to get that right. Yeah, you. Yeah, he, he, he will never hear the end of it if he screws this up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, we eventually got over Rager over Jefferson, I think. Uh, but having a top ten pick not work out is is a different story. You know, that is that is a premium draft pick when you're heading into it again, the the prime of your quarterback's career where he's making the amount of money that he is going to make. Whiffing on the tenth pick is not in the cards. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If you want to get in on the possible step back season, I'm not buying it. I don't believe that when you have a top five quarterback that can ever be in the cards. I look at the offense. I think they're absolutely loaded. And I look at the NFC, and it's like, well, who am I supposed to be afraid of? The Niners because they they brought in Javon Hargrave. It's still Purdy. It's still maybe Trey Lance who hasn't shown that he can play in this league a, a little bit. So. It's just there's no real big threat. It's not the AFC. I mean, the AFC, you got to go through Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, maybe Rodgers. Like, maybe you get a Russell Wilson bounce back season. Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, the, the Dolphins add Jalen Ramsey. Like, the AFC, the NFC, it's it's freaking insane. There's no step back season when the second best team in the in the, in the conference has Brock Purdy as their quarterback. But uh, I want to get to something else. So every night around 640, you know, I don't want to be just a you know a one trick pony where it's just an hour of yelling and, and going off about something, and I want to do something called take two where I, I have another thought that I want to make sure I get in, and this will be spar- uh, sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. What to watch for? Sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mo- Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Lounge, Mobile Lounge, a different kind of mobile network designed to save you money, and it revolves around the Sixers because I've been. Much like I've been frustrated with Eagles fans, you know, buying what the Eagles are selling of, no, it might be a step back season. Don't have the expectation of Super Bowl, you know, whatever. We're not going to have a good defense next year. There's also been this growing sentiment amongst Sixers fans to where it's, well, if James Harden walks, that's a blessing in disguise. The Sixers cannot let James Harden walk walk this offseason. James Harden is still playing basketball at a really high level. And I know he's not having the 30-plus you know, scoring outbursts or making a, a million threes in a game or having this massive usage rate where you know all everything on the offense revolves around him. But what I see from James Harden is a guy who clearly still has it. Like He's not going to fall off a, a total cliff. And his game isn't that strenuous. You know, I think there was this fear last year of, oh, my God, he's, he's so cooked, he can't get past the Heat defenders. I don't think that's the case anymore, and I am starting to buy more into the hamstring thing was an issue last year. He couldn't fully get healthy. He couldn't fully get his, his legs underneath them. And what I see now is that they can't let him walk. They can't let James Harden walk out that door, and I don't care if they give him another max. And the first reason why and this is a big reason why, is that he's still playing really well. 
And I feel like that hasn't been talked about enough. It's been like, yeah, he's averaging 21, 7, and 7, but whatever. He's, 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 you know, he's like 21, 10, and 7. He's, he's leading the league in assists per game. Like, he's playing good basketball. And I don't see a guy that is just going to be done. I see a guy that is going to be able to make good passes. He's shooting his best year from three since 2015. And I'm not worried about how he's going to age anymore. Like, I've seen Chris Paul age pretty well. Last year he broke down the playoffs. But he's like 39. Harden's 34. Like, we don't have to, to write the obituary on older athletes in today's game. You know, it's, it's older athletes are playing further and further into their careers. And I know there was a fear of James Harden being done after the, heats, the Heat series last year. But I'm watching him this year. I'm okay giving him the max, and, and they can't let him walk. The other two reasons that really stick out to me and have me feeling like they can't let him walk this offseason is, A, their options are terrible. Like, you will, you look at what the Sixers have if they let James Harden walk. I, I know there's this idea of, well, they could just uh, – that opens up a max slot this offseason they can use on someone. Not how it works. They wouldn't have a max slot open up until 2024. So you mean to tell me that in in an era, in a time where Joel Embiid is putting up historic numbers, uh, he's possibly going to win the, the, the most valuable player in the NBA – that I'm going to let James Harden walk out that door and the next max slot doesn't open until next summer. So I got to sell to Joel, hey, Joel, sorry, we're essentially tanking next year. That's not how this works. That is not how this works. The next max slot doesn't open until 2024, which means you have to pray that a Jalen Brown wants out or these other young guys maybe want out. But what you know is that the team still hold their rights. The James Harden possibly walking this offseason and going back to Houston is not to be met with some parade down Broad Street. It would be an absolute disaster if James Harden walks this offseason. James Harden is playing good basketball, and their options suck if he, if he doesn't come back. And the final reason, and I think this one is actually being glossed over a lot, and that is that Joel Embiid has never been better. Joel Embiid is playing dominant basketball. Look at his last eight game logs. I mean, they are video game numbers. And about two weeks ago, it seemed like the MVP thing was all wrapped up. Jokic is going to be a three-time MVP, which is insane to me. The last, <laughs> the last players to win three straight MVPs were Larry Bird, Wilt Chamberlain, and Bill Russell. You're telling me Nikola Jokic, when you look back on the history of the league, Deserves to be in the same breath as those three. I know I've helped my, had my Wilt thing, whatever. I, Bill Russell, I get it. This is, is, is all-time breath of air that Jokic would be walking into. They can't let this happen. But two weeks ago, it seemed like it was over. And what Joel Abid has done since then has put himself right at the forefront of it and has me believing that he should be the MVP. I mean, Jokic lost to the, the Nets last night at home. He lost to the Spurs over the weekend. They've lost three straight. He's getting torched defensively. Mike Malone's coming out postgame saying, we need to find guys to defend. Uh, hey, Mike, your center's being put in pick and rolls all night. He can't defend Tucker. I mean, it's a, I know Tucker's got a, a good first Me step. Me or PJ? <laughs> no, you. I'm talking about you. I mean, Tucker, I mean, PJ Tucker might struggle to get around him. I believe in your first step, buddy. Oh, I got a quick first step. I, especially especially to get to get into the fridge over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to the little snack area. But Joel Embiid, like, 
we're seeing him play his best basketball. And a lot of that has to do with the, the play of James Harden. I mean, James Harden's averaging like 10 point whatever assist the game. And Pete has never looked easier getting buckets. All we've wanted is these our best player to have an easy time scoring. And James Harden is delivering that. The scoring with Harden is whatever. But look at what he's doing for the rest of the offense. It no longer looks clunky watching the Sixers. And, yes, I understand that when you get to the postseason, it's harder. The teams actually play defense, and, and, I, and I get it. And they ultimately do have to prove it. But this whole idea of, oh, we need to throw a parade because James Harden doesn't want to stay here, I find absurd. The Sixers can't let James Harden walk out that door this offseason. 215-592-9494. I'm getting excited. Like, I, you know, the Sixers the last couple of years have kind of beaten me down. I was not a Ben Simmons guy. I tried to fight the, you know, like, oh, no, he could turn it around. That beat me down. Uh, Butler leaving. All Like, seeing Mikel Bridges thrive. Uh, the, the Al Horford experience was, was a disaster. Um and with James Harden, it's given me a, a, a breath of fresh air. It's given me new life. And to let him go this offseason because you don't want to max him out, it's like, well, your other options aren't there. They're not great. So I'm not buying this whole thing of, nah, they got to let James Harden walk this offseason. I'm not there. 215-592-9494. I want to set the record straight on the first ever Jack Fritz at six on two things. One, no step back season this year for the Eagles. My expectation, expectation is the same. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not going to be okay with them, you know, taking a step back. doesn't happen with the top five quarterback. And my other thing is that Sixers, they cannot let James Harden walk this offseason. He's playing too well, and he's making your best player that much better. 215-592-9494. Dan is in Manion. What's happening, Danny? Hey, Jack. It's great to be on with you. I just wanted to say congrats on the show and congrats on the, the boy you're about to have. I know. It's a, listen, it's a big month. It's a, it's a big month. We've got baseball it? coming, you know, kid on the way, all this stuff's going on. So it, it's yeah. wild, Dan. I got a seven-week-old boy right in front of me here. He's our first. So I, I think we just heard him be... crying in the background. So. Yeah, sorry. You're going to be ecstatic. Being a father, I think you're going to be great. So. Yeah, it's going to be I'm, – I'm really, really looking forward to it. So yeah, no. I can't wait. So I just wanted to completely agree with you on both your takes. I think it's complete nonsense that anyone in the fan base would agree with a setback year. Just like you said, if we have a top-five quarterback – it should be super bowl or bust every year. I think that with the Sixers, again, you're correct. Because if Harden goes, Embiid's going to want to walk. And if Embiid goes, it's all over. We'll be horrible again for the next 10 years. Uh, before I go, I wanted to just ask you a quick question, Jack, and I'll let you answer. I'll, I'll get going. Just with the cap, with the, uh, with the Eagles, what I don't understand, I, I keep hearing all these excuses from Howie about how we don't have any money. He's going to let all these free agents walk. Doesn't Even if they pay Jalen this huge contract, doesn't it not kick in until the next year? And if so, why does it matter then that he can't pay anyone this year? Thanks, yeah, Jack. Yeah, and I, I appreciate the call, Dan. You know, the, the, the cap in the NFL, it's, it's, it, whatever the, the dead money is, uh, has never totally computed with me. But I would assume that it's everything they've had the last couple of years uh, eventually having to catch up to them. I mean, Tucker, like, do you have any better explanation, explanation that it's everything they've done the last couple of years is the reason why they can't? buy their way through this thing yeah i mean how he tends to kick the can down the road and that's kind of eventually you do have to pay even though we pretend that it doesn't exist when the rams do come due and and just look strictly at the dead cap they have this year right they owe 54 million dollars in dead cap and that 
went to Javon Hargrave, who mm-hmm. just walked and went to Isn't Brooks San Brooks getting like nine million this year? Is Slay's 26. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be an issue for this team. I think this year and kind of moving forward is you're playing with one hand tied behind your back right now. Well, and, and that's the that's why you're you're seeing whispers and you're you're seeing the beat writers now. They're not going to report this, but you know th- that's what they're hearing from around the organization of step back season and and get get your cap right kind of year before you're heading into a year where you're paying your quarterback fifty plus million dollars. Um, and, and I say, listen, I, I get it. You're going to let players walk. It's harder to, to spend money when you, when you don't have the amount that you usually have. But I can't have this mindset of step back season when, when I have a top five quarterback. That's not how this works. It is not how uh, it's supposed to work when you have a quote-unquote franchise guy. And I'm not letting them off the hook. Do your job. Figure it out. It's not on me to worry about your cap issues. It wouldn't be right if I didn't kick or, or end the first Jack Fritz at six with my guy Frankie in Roxborough. What's happening, Frankie? What are we cooking tonight? Oh, uh, I made meatloaf with potatoes. How oh, man. Can I come over? Yeah, come on. I'm a massive meatloaf guy. I think meatloaf's underrated. Dude, well, see, I make it like a, I make it like a specialty way. I put... I got a secret for you next time you want to make it, right? Okay. Well, I've never made it. I, I always add sriracha ketchup. Ah, I know. Ketchup's big on the uh, on the meatloaf. I'm more of a mustard on meatloaf guy, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a little meatloaf, okay. mustard on sandwich. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, what you do, next time try it. And huh? then before you bake it, get the sriracha ketchup, right? And And make like a... Like you're icing a cake, like a top of a cake. Put it on there, and when you bake it, it the juices go in there. It just has a different taste. Beautiful. What do you think about the Eagles, there, Frankie? Uh, I think I I think I'm gonna put my trust in Howie, because I'll tell you, we lost our linebacker, right? But there's there's I I got faith in Howie that he's gonna pick up some some good guys too i was thinking about what i would do i would pick up the that guy from la uh turnbull he's a he's a middle linebacker uh i would i would go after him and also the running back from the lions oh jamal williams i appreciate the golf frankie we're we're running up against it here um yeah i mean listen i understand the trust and how we think i don't know how much you can really do this offseason you know, it, it's it's one of those years where he, the the money is tight. The draft picks, he's got five of them. We'll see what happens. But um, this is now when you're paying a quarterback this amount of money, it is harder to build a roster. He, he romanticizes about it out at the combine. So uh, we'll see what he's got. We'll see what he's got. We'll see what we have tomorrow night. The first ever Jack Fritz at six. Tucker Bagley behind the glass is in the books uh, every night. 640, take two. Uh, coming off the first take uh, at the top of the show. But up next, for your listening pleasure, it's my guy, Rob Ellis. Robbie E's got you till 11 o'clock here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.